Life Track with Chuck Swindoll is a presentation of Insight for Living Canada. A number of years ago, uh, I met a young man. Let's call him Aaron, not his real name. But he said earlier this summer, I had an experience I'll never forget. He said I needed a job. So I finally applied and got, got on with the transit company of Chicago. He said, I drove a bus for several days in Southside Chicago, same route. And soon as I had learned to handle this big bus, my trainer got off and I'm on my own. So at about the third day on this route, a handful of thugs got on. There were probably five of them, five or six. They didn't pay. They cursed me as they walked by and swaggered back to a seat and sat around and yelled obscenities and offensive things to people who were on the bus and yelled out the window and kept yelling at me and I didn't do anything about it. Next day they got back on the bus and there were too many of them for me to stop. So I let them get on. Again, they didn't pay. Third day the same thing and I decided enough is enough. So I see I looked up ahead and at the next corner was an was a police officer. So I just pulled over and I asked him to get on the bus and I said, I pointed him out. So the officer went right back and got their money and had them pay. So they paid. In fact, they paid for the last two days as well. And unfortunately, he said, uh, the officer got off and they stayed on. <laughs> the door closed and he said about a half a block later, the lights went out. And I woke up, had blood all over my shirt, these two teeth missing. The money box was gone, the bus was empty, and both of my eyes were swollen, and I've got a real pain in my jaw. Obviously, they had beaten him mercilessly and left him sitting behind the wheel of the bus still idling. He said, I, I drove the bus back to the terminal and turned it in, and told him I was going home, that I was sick, and briefly mentioned what happened. He said, I lay there on my single bed. I looked up at the ceiling, and I thought, why in the world has this happened to me? I mean, for all the right reasons, I got this job, I was doing it well, and I try to make this thing right, try to take care of the people on the bus, and this is what happens. He decides to press charges. And he happens to find the same policeman from that area, tells him what happened, shows him the result, and they, with the help of others, rounded up about four or five of the fellows who were guilty. Within a matter of days, they were brought, they were put in jail and they were brought into, into a courtroom. I said, I got a whole new idea. I said, Your Honor, of course, my attorney is like, kind of grabbing me at the shirt coattail to have me sit down. He said, Your Honor, I would like for you to add up all the time that they would spend behind bars, and I want to go in their place. I want to serve time for them. And, of course, the judge doesn't know whether to spit or wind his watch. He looks at him and, and says, What do you mean? And he said, Well, sir, he said, I, I, I want to forgive them for what they've done, and I want to prove my forgiveness by doing time for them. You know what that's called? Being in someone's corner. Being an advocate. That's exactly what Christ is on our behalf. 
not only for our sins, but for the sins of the whole world. Remember, you have someone who is always in your corner. That's a great story of forgiveness in action. It's an example of what Christ did for you. With Christ as your Savior, you have someone who is always in your corner. He's your advocate. And when you forgive those who hurt you, you model Christ, and you become a little more like Him. This is Steve Johnson of Insight for Living Canada. Listen to more of Chuck Swindoll's Lifetrack messages at lifetrack.ca. Lifetrack, where life and truth meet.